We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. So today, we're actually repenting to the Lord about greed, and it goes a long way. Um, it has to do with the bride of Christ and our hearts towards money. And today, we're addressing this uh, before the Lord. So today, we're going to study this on our Bible study about the heart. What does God see about money? Uh, what does He say about greed? And how can we repent before the Lord on that today and ask Him to help us as a whole and in our personal life? Okay, before I get started, our scripture today is actually going to be in the Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and 6. But before I get started there, I want to read you a couple of scriptures. 1 John 2.16 says, For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, comes not from the Father, but the world. Remember, we've been talking about the pride of life has to do with a lot of these idols. The pride of life. Okay, and then Second Corinthians 9, 7. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Now, I just want to say we repented about that today, about these ministries uh, that will manipulate people for money. And they'll say, like, uh, you know, if you come down here and bring $1,500, we'll give you a word. We'll speak a word over you. We'll prophesy over you. We'll bless you. We repented for that today because the Lord says, even right here in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, don't do it under compulsion. Uh, or manipulation or anything like that, and that's what that is. So we repented about that today. Okay, if we'll turn to Ecclesiastes chapter 5, 
let's go ahead and start at verse 8. If thou seest the oppression of the poor, and violent perverting of judgment and justice in a province, marvel not at the matter. For he that is higher than the highest regardeth, and there be higher than they. Moreover, the profit of the earth is for all. The king himself is served by the field. He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. In other words, a lot of times you'll see people, when they have a greed for money, they'll keep going round and round. They can never get enough money. They can never get a house big enough. They can never get enough material things. They can never be satisfied. And then it says in verse 11, When goods increase, they are increased that eat them. And what good is there to the owners thereof, seeing, saving the beholding of them with their eyes? The sleep of a laboring man is sweet, wherewith whether he eat little or much, but the abundance of the rich will not suffer him to sleep. There is a sore evil which I have seen under the sun, namely, riches kept for the owners thereof to their hurt. Our team today, we prayed about this, about having an abundance and not sharing. You know, God gives us things to share. Uh, he wants to be conduits. He wants to travel through us. He wants to work through us. He wants to give to others and love others. And we have things sitting in our houses that we don't need. And we have people out there that need these things. God wants to use us as conduits and not to hoard. Okay? And then I'm 14. But those riches perish by evil travail. And he begotteth a son, and there is nothing in his hand. As he came forth of his mother's womb, naked shall he return to go as he came, and shall take nothing of his labor, which he may carry away in his hand. So I want to encourage you in that naked you came in this earth and naked you'll go out. Uh, when we die, we're not going to be on our deathbed saying, Oh, I wish I had my house here in the bed with me. I wish I had the car here in the bed with me. I wish I had all my material uh, possessions laying right here on my chest because I love them so much. No. When you're on your deathbed, you're going to be considering the afterlife. You're going to be considering... Where are you going to spend eternity? You know this is not the end of the road. Okay? You know this is not the end of the road. Life, remember I talked about this yesterday, on the when I did the service yesterday morning, is that Christians look at the eternal reward. The flesh, which is the kingdom of this world, looks at the temporary reward. So, of course, temporary pleasures will want to be in worldly lust. Temporary pleasures. I want to look good in front of everybody. I want the best house, even though I am straining every day to pay for it. Even though I am so stressed out because my, high note, my house note is so high, I can't breathe. I can't do nothing because I'm locked down to this house. I'm locked down to, I am in bondage. Literally, I'm in a prison of this beautiful home. Or even car, because I want to drive a brand new car, and I want to look good in front of everybody. It's a bondage because of greed. It's a selfish thought, see? Okay, so let's keep going. 
And this also is a sore evil, that in all points as he came, so shall he go. And what profit hath he has labored for the wind? In other words, you've worked your whole entire life, slaved yourself to death for material things, and in the end, what did it profit you? You're just going to die and hand it over to your son? Uh, and let's keep going here. All his days also he eateth in darkness. And he hath much sorrow and wrath with his sickness. Behold that which I have seen. It is good and comely for no one, for one to eat and to drink, and to enjoy the good of all his labor that he taketh under the sun all the days of his life, which God giveth him, for it is his portion. Eat every man also to whom God hath given riches and wealth, and has given him power to eat thereof, and to take his portion, and to rejoice in his labor, for this is the gift of God. In other words, yes, I worked and I enjoyed the work of my labor. But it's when we become greedy is where the problem comes in. For he shall not much remember the days of his life, because God answereth him in the joy of his heart. Let's go to verse 6. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, and it is common among men. A man to whom God has given riches, wealth, and honor, so that he wanteth nothing for his soul of all that he desires. Yet God giveth him not power to eat thereof, but a stranger eats it. This is vanity, and it is an evil disease. We have to be careful that wealth is riches, and even the love on it. You know, you can be in lack and be greedy. That's right, because it's of the heart. It's selfishness. It operates out of a root of fear. That's what this is. If a man beget a hundred children and live many years, so that the days of his years be many, and his soul be not filled with good, and also that he has no burial, I say that an untimely birth is better than he. For he cometh in with vanity, and departeth in darkness, and his name shall be covered with darkness. Moreover, he has not seen the sun, nor known anything. This has more rest than the other. Yea, though he live a thousand years twice told, yet hath he seen no good. Do not all go to one place? All the labor of man is for his mouth, and yet the appetite is not filled. In other words, it's a continual cycle. I keep wanting more, 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 more. For what hath the wise more than the fool? What hath the poor that knoweth to walk before the living? Better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the desire. This is also vanity and vexation of spirit. That which hath been is named already and is known that it is man. Neither may he contend with him that is mightier than he. Seeing there be many things that increase vanity, what is man the better? For who knoweth what is good for man in this life? All the days of his vain life, which he spendeth as a shadow, for who can tell a man what shall be after him under the sun? In other words, this life is temporary. This life is temporary, and we must not forget it and live as if we're here forever. Okay, in 2 Corinthians 9, 7, it says, Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. We just read that, not reluctantly or under compulsion, 
for God loves a cheerful giver. Hebrews 13.5 Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, Never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. Remember I was talking about it being led by the spirit of fear. When you're greedy, when you're selfish, when you hoard, it's a spirit of fear because you're afraid you will not receive it again. And see, the Lord wants you to give your conduit, give it away, pour it out. When it comes in, freely you have received, freely give. <clears throat> the same with the Word of God, the same with prophecies. Luke twelve fifteen. Then he said to them, Watch out, be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Oh, that was good, Lord. Matthew six twenty four. No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Proverbs eleven twenty eight. Those who trust in their riches will fall, but the righteous will thrive like a green leaf. Proverbs thirteen eleven. Dishonest money dwindles away. But whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Proverbs 14.31 Whoever oppresses the poor shows contempt for their maker. But whoever is kind to the needy honors God. <clears throat> Lord, help your bride to honor you today, Lord. Proverbs 15.27 The greedy bring ruin to their households, but the one who hates bribes will live. Proverbs twenty twenty one, An inheritance claimed too soon will not be blessed in the end. Proverbs 22, 1. A good name is more desirable than great riches. To be esteemed is better than silver or gold. Proverbs 22, 9. The generous will themselves be blessed, for they share their food with the poor. Come on now, share your food with the poor. Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-two, The stingy are eager to get rich and, uh, and are unaware that poverty awaits them. Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-five, The greedy stir up conflict, but those who trust in the Lord will prosper. 1 Peter 5, 2 and 3. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Wow, wow, wow. We read that today and we repented uh, for these churches that do that. Lord, please forgive us for that. Forgive us, Lord, forgive us. Uh, for hoarding it over people and for misusing uh, your word, Lord, and misusing money in the kingdom of God. Okay, let's keep going. 1 Corinthians four eleven through 13. To this very hour, we go hungry and thirsty. We are in rags. We are brutally treated. We are homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. When we have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. 
1 Timothy 6, 17-19 Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous and willing to share, which is what we talked about in our Bible study today. In this way, they will lay up treasure for themselves as a firm foundation of the coming age, so that they may take hold of the life that is truly life. 1 Timothy 6, 6-10 But godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap, and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Isn't that sad, Brian? James 5, 1 through 6. Now listen, you rich people. Weep and wail because of the misery that is coming on you. Your wealth has rotted and moths has eaten your clothes. Your gold and silver are corroded. Your, their corrosion will testify against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have hoarded wealth in the last days. Look, the wages you failed to pay the workers who mowed your fields are crying out against you. The cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord Almighty. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. Wow, is this talking to us in this hour or what, bride? Wow. You have lived on earth in luxury and self-indulgence. You have fattened yourselves in the day of slaughter. You have condemned and murdered the innocent one who was not opposing you. Wow, wow, wow. This is coming from the Parallel Bible. I've never read this Bible. Uh, that is a powerful verse. I'm actually going to share that on my Facebook wall real quick. Wow, that is really something. Okay, Bride, now listen. I pray that today that we understand that God does not want us to hoard. He does not want us to have greed. He does not want us to be selfish. He does not want us to keep it all uh, to ourselves. Uh, he wants us to share. He wants us to share. To give it away. And that is what God wants us to do. So I pray. Let's pray real quick. Lord, we pray today that you will help us, Lord, to give it away. To share. To bless others. To not hoard the abundant wealth that you give us. And Lord, we pray this as well, Lord. We pray that as you give us the wealth, because we do believe that this year the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, that as you give us the wealth that we will consider and not be selfish, that we will not uh, hoard it, we will not keep it all to ourselves, we will not holler me, 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 and that we will bless and give away, Lord, the abundant blessings that you have given us. Help us, Lord. Take this greed out of our hearts. We've all done it. We've all been selfish. We confess it before you, Lord. Help us to get delivered of this vanity. Help us, Lord, to follow your word and your precepts and to not be vanity. Not be vain in this hour, Lord.
We thank you and give you praise, God. You are so worthy to be praised, Lord. We thank you for our time together in prayer this morning, Lord. We thank you for being corrected, chastised, and rebuked this morning. We thank you for you molding and shaping us, Lord, into the men and women of God that you have designed for us to be in this hour, Lord. We trust your word, Lord, more than we trust ourselves. And we ask you, Lord, to forgive us and take us higher. Take us to the place that you would have us to go, Lord. For you are the one that's in control, Lord. And we love it when you correct us. We love it when you chastise us. Because we want to be the men and women of God, Lord, that you have called us to be. In Jesus' mighty name. Okay, Bride Lou, we went through many scriptures today. Many that talked about God not wanting us to hoard, not wanting us to be greedy, not wanting us to be selfish, wanting us to give away and to help others, help others in need. Basically, the main commandment, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And if you see someone hurting and in need, ask the Lord how you can bless those. And look, if you have an overabundance of stuff, figure out where you can give it away. Don't keep it. There may be somebody that needs extra forks and spoons and, you know, the little things. Let's start sharing and, and giving back to our community and, and asking the Lord, Lord, show me people that needs this stuff instead of me just hoarding it. Lord, help me to be a giver. Okay, and another thing, Brian, if we have had a problem with selfishness in our heart, we can ask the Lord, Lord, we want to have a generous heart. We prayed for this on the team today. Lord, we want to have a generous heart. So will you open up the door and will you open up people that we can begin to give to? And look, God will do it, Brad. He will have people come to your door. I've got a testimony. I asked the Lord the other day about my car. Lord, what do you want me to do with my car? Well, it was three hours later. Somebody knocked on the door. Ma'am? Someone told me that you may be willing to sell your car because I, I have a car like yours and I need the parts. Look, see, God brought them to my house, Brad. And then the Lord ended up telling me, give them that car. And I argued with the Lord because I needed that money. And what did the Lord say? Freely you have received, freely give. So see, God brought them to my door. Just ask the Lord he will open the door. He will even have people call you and say, Man, I really need this. I really need that. And you're the one sitting there with the answer. Come on now. Lord, help us to be givers. Help us to be generous. Open up the floodgates, Lord. Open up those doors. You are changing us, Lord, molding us and making us into the sons and daughters of God that you can be proud of, Lord, that are walking in obedience and the maturity of what you were doing in 2018. We thank you and give you praise, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bride, y'all have a good day. Uh, I will see you tomorrow.